Aaron, start of a new year. Uh, sum this weekend up for us, if you could. Yeah, I mean, good weekend as a whole, I think. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to get ourselves into the best hockey shape we can before next weekend. I feel like it's uh, we got an infirmary after week one already, uh, which which is never good. Missing Saxy and Dame Todd and Kevin Schulze tonight on the back end hurt us a little bit. Playing with three-line hockey, lost to Luca in the second. Um, but it was, you know, training camp is, is about working hard and competing and starting to buy into a certain identity. Um, so I think we had a good week that way. Yeah. Are the injuries something that you're overly concerned about for next week, or are they, are they short niggles, or are they bigger, more concerns? Well, I don't think any of them are extremely long-term, but anytime you you start off on this foot, you're kind of swimming the wrong way. So it's concerning. It obviously is concerning. We, For us to be the type of team that plays at the pace I would like us to, you know, you can't, we, we realistically can't be a nine forward, five defenseman hockey team. So hopefully um, hopefully everyone will, will get back healthy. we got Barry coming into town tomorrow, so it could be a boost, and then Kevin coming into town Tuesday. Um, so it'll be good to get those two guys and acclimated into the group here. Um, and then, you know, hopefully we get a few of those guys back. Yeah. Considering the injuries, considering the short bench, did we put a good performance in all, all told? Yeah, tonight... You know, tonight was a little bit up and down. I thought some turnovers hurt us on those first two goals. We turned one over inside our blue line for a breakaway, and then we turned one over at the offensive blue line on the second one. Um, and then I thought, you know, it was just the ice out there was was a bit tough tonight, too. It was really wet. Pucks were sticking. Um, so, you know, when, when you're chasing the game a little bit, you'd like to be able to make some plays, and it was tough to do that tonight. Okay, we wish you well. Thank, thank you very you. much indeed. Thank you, thank you. And our, uh, and our podcasts begin. For another year, uh, Jonathan Fernley, and uh, well, what did you make of uh, of that? It was, I mean, last night was so good. We played so well, and we had such high expectations. And really, before the game started, I guess we we had a little bit of a, a damp squid when we lose two guys in warm up almost. Yeah, you never feel completely out of a game that you're losing because we've come come back so many times against the Panthers over the years, but. It was being short bench that really hurt tonight. You just you just see the early stages, that first 15 minutes of the of the third period, the Steelers just didn't quite have the jump because the players just didn't have the legs. They put so much into winning the game last night, being short benched and the minutes they'd had to ice tonight, they just didn't have nothing, didn't have anything left. The effort can't really be faltered, but it just uh, they gave everything they had and uh, there wasn't quite enough left in the tank. Should we start at the beginning of the night? Mm. It was just full. It was great to see fam, uh, familiar faces. Everybody seemed happy. They walk into this building. It's electric, isn't it? And uh, that was that was great to see. I love the video that uh, we've got before the uh, before the pretender with, you know, the shots of all the old uh, great trophy moments and looking at the the shirts of the retired players hung up. I thought that was really well put together and it set the tone for. You know, the 30th anniversary season, there's so much history in this place. It really just reminded everyone he knows what, what he's it's doing all about. Burnham, doesn't he? Oh, he absolutely, does, yeah. yeah. And then the, uh, the pretender, as always, gets, uh, gets the blood pumping. But the Panthers knew that they had to try and quiet the crowd, and they did a great job of it. They just took the chances. Yeah, there were a couple of turnovers maybe, but they were clinical in a way that uh, the Steelers weren't on their chances early in the game. Yeah. Did you cry at the memorial? Did, did you fill up? It's, it was emotional, um, for me in particular with, the, with Tronsinski because you know, we've spoken to him down here before and it's really strange that he's, he's not still here, he was supposed to be here and uh, we miss him dearly. I only didn't recognise one of the faces when I saw the video yesterday 
and there was just one face I didn't recognise. The others you knew when you feel like you've known them for years. Yeah. And was. then you go to Doma, then you go to Jack, who's been a colleague of mine flying mm, tickets, yeah. and then of course you go for the, you know, how, how Dave again, once again, put it back uh, together. But it comes down to the line that, you know, you've been saying about this club for years, family. You know, that the people that we, you see every week, you feel like they are friends and family, and. Uh, it's uh, never easy to say goodbye. It isn't. Robert Dad's just in front of us as we walk down the uh, player corridor with young Oscar as well. We'll uh, we'll grab a word with uh, Dowdy in two uh, in, in two seconds. In fact, he's just signing an autograph. Hey, Rob, that was a uh, god tough game. So short benched as well, weren't we tonight? Absolutely. Uh, I thought uh, we were good considering obviously we lost what three, four guys from last night. So we're playing very short benched and uh, they've got a couple of weeks on us, but I thought we put up a good fight. Where we went down a couple of quick ones, but thought we showed some good composure to come back and make a good game of it. And it's disappointing to lose your first one at home, especially in Nottingham. But we got to look at positives. That's what exhibitions are for, to iron out those creases. So hopefully once we get going for real, it, uh, it's go time. And there's lots of positives over that 120 minutes. Absolutely. We played some good hockey, like I said especially uh, tonight very very short benched I thought we played very well and we skated with them all night so our conditioning definitely uh, is going to be in the right spot come game time uh, next week Steelers have done pre-season in lots of different ways over the years trips abroad four, four weekends of home games eight in total just two games this time around do you prefer that or would you feel that you could do with more games to get ready we well, we don't really have a choice this year with the Covid happening and everything getting pushed back and pushed back I'm just happy to be here if I'm totally honest <laughs> I'm happy we're going I would have took no pre-season as long as I get to get going again so we'll, we'll roll with what we've got and uh, we'll see what happens Take us uh, just to the blue line at the start of the game um, when, you, when you saw firstly when you saw the 9,000 fans and the, yeah. the reception they gave you we'll come on to the memorial in a second but, but that, that first emotional high Oh it's uh, it's been a long time coming I've played in a lot of empty ice rinks over the last year so to get that that buzz, that feeling of being home again was just amazing. It's uh, so many emotions run around you. You want to, you're excited, you're pumped for the game, but you almost want to cry because it's that emotionally that happy just to be back again. And where you're stood, can you actually see the screen? Can yeah. you, you could see the memorial. Yeah, yeah. And obviously everybody, so many people that have cheered you for yeah. years, but I guess we all kind of are drawn towards trauma, aren't we? Yeah, and obviously there's a few faces in there. Obviously I've been here a long time now. There's a, there's a lot of the faces up there. That got me a little bit at the end. I'm, I'm, I'm glad uh, Foxy didn't shout my name as a starting five. I'm honest, it took me a few minutes to compose myself before that game got going. The fans, though, were, as soon as the Tron video came up, it was uh, very emotional, wasn't it? Very emotional. I think it was uh, quite emotional for quite a few of the boys on the blue line as well. OK, we'll see you next week against Cardiff. Oscar, what, Dad do well tonight? Dad did well tonight, he did. And uh, Robert Dad did well this weekend. Yeah, mix of lines again, because with missing Justin Hodgman, uh, Travis Alexok had to step up onto that line. And I know pre-season is a chance to try new combinations, but it's also a chance to try and build chemistry. The longer you can keep a group together, the more effective they're likely to be once the game starts. So, you know, the Steelers have wanted to go with the lines that they've tried and trusted and defensive pairings that have worked in the past. Needing to change things after just 60 minutes of the season is, uh, is not ideal. OK, let's have our uh, one day down. Shall we see what the Sheffield Star is uh, going to be saying on Monday? Oh, God help us all. What's the Sheffield Star going to be saying Monday, Bob? Um, I suppose it, you look at it as a workout, don't you? But it's so difficult to judge with so many players being out. You know, um, 
particularly in the defence. I mean, what was it for two thirds no of the defence? No Shortsides, no uh, Danielson, and no Dane Todd. Yeah, uh, there's another one missing at all, wasn't there? Deluca got missing a little bit. Brust was the goalie, but he was replaced by Rocky. Hodgman was out, wasn't he? Uh, but at the end of the day, I thought it was an exhilarating end to the game, but. It was a bit difficult to watch. Some of yeah. it was painful to watch uh, in the earlier part. But, was the uh, memorial painful for you to watch when you saw Tron at the end, was uh, it? You know, it's make enough, enough to make a glass eye weep, isn't it, watch, watching that. And I think even the coach was uh, stuck for words uh, when I just spoke to him there. He found it hard to put his feelings there. But that just shows what a special club this is. And the piece I've done for online now on Monday's paper points to that. This is a wonderful club and uh, I'm proud to have been part of it for 30 years. Excellent. You, we'll let you go. Let's wander on. Let's... Uh... Saxy will have no idea what we're doing here at this point at the moment. This is our uh, post-game podcast, actually. Yeah. So, uh, firstly, welcome to Sheffield. But secondly, a- an up-and-down weekend for you. Great yesterday, a great performance, but then the disappointment overnight of, uh, of the suspension. Um, how did you find out about the suspension? Was that this morning? Yeah, this morning. I was actually in the shower, getting prepared for uh, coming to the rink, and then I got a call from... From Carter saying I got a one-game suspension for for the hit uh, last night. So uh, yeah, that was a bit of a shock. But when uh, yeah, when you see it uh, in perspective, uh, it was all right. That's probably uh, the way they they will set the, the the line from now on. So that's good to know. And what was your impression of what you had here tonight? You you sat above and watched it. You you went on the ice for the big uh, opening. Your first. Your first thoughts of a night in Sheffield? It was unbelievable. Great, great fans, great arena, and uh, it was just such a good feeling to to uh, see all the fans again. Okay. And in the dressing room right now, is it one of contemplation that they understand what happened tonight with shorter bodies, or, or one of disappointment that we didn't take away the win? Yeah, of course the guys are disappointed, but I think overall we we had a pretty tough week. We've been working really hard and. Uh, and now we, we have a day off tomorrow and then we, we focus on next weekend when it really matters. When it really matters, yeah. Good to speak to you. Thank you very much indeed. Let's, uh, let's just go into the white room at the moment, see who's there. Justin Hodgman is there. Justin will come and have a chat. He has, again, no idea what we're doing. So uh, this is our post-game podcast where okay. we just wander around. Jonathan Fernley, our uh, match night commentator, and uh, meets uh, Justin for the first time. I guess a little bit like Saxy. Just your first impression of, of a night in of a night in Sheffield. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was impressive to see you know all those fans in the stands just for a friendly is um, you know uh, unbelievable. Um, I can only imagine what it's going to be like when we actually get going here next Sunday. Um, and uh, for me personally, you know, I just got a little knock, so hopefully I'll be all right. Is it more precautionary with yourself? I would say so. Yeah. 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 Yep. It was interesting watching. The- watching new players that the fans maybe haven't seen before and the impression that they get first impression for myself yesterday lots of face-off wins um, yeah you know what actually face-offs might actually be like my favorite part of the game and, and I'll be honest if I'm not on it, it throws me off for the, the rest of my game so um, I'm sure to pay a lot of attention to um, setting up good face-off plays getting uh, opportunities in the offensive zone make sure we're getting good exits out of the defensive zone 
Um, so I, I do love that part of the game, and it's nice to be acknowledged, actually. <laughs> oh, he doesn't miss a thing. He yeah. doesn't miss a thing. Great. Just take us inside that room right now. Where you've been, you're an experienced man. You've been in lots of dressing rooms, early doors. What, what do you see in that room? What do you feel in that room right now? Yeah, it's great. I mean, as of as of right now, you know, it is what it is. You know, we, we did lose, but I think it's it's loose in there. You know, we had a tough week of practices, um, a great week of practices, um, and I think I thought the boys fought hard tonight. You know, you can tell everyone's a little bit tired on both sides. I think um, and battling you know the injuries and whatnot already isn't easy but it's a great uh, great group of leaders and um, and we'll be fine we'll bounce right back Tuesday there are plenty of players in the squad who've been with the Steelers for a long time and know what it's all about how is it for a new player coming into a team when you're one of only a few new faces as opposed to 20 new players coming together for the first time? Yeah, I think it's definitely an advantage. Um, and, and when I was coming in um, and deciding what I was going to do, it was great to see that there were so many, um, not only um, you know, uh, homegrown returning players, but also import players that have chose to play here for two, three, four or five years. Uh, that says a lot about the organization, about the team, about the city. Um, so coming into a scenario like that is honestly a, a dream. It makes things a lot easier. Okay, Justin, wish yeah. you well. Look okay, after guys. yourself. Yeah, yeah, thanks. We'll sir. go and see if it, we'll grab one more, uh, one more, and we'll see if we can, uh, we can do. Let's just take you in, see if anybody's on the old physio table. Because if anybody's on the physio table, they can't, um, they can't refuse an interview, can they, Davy Phillips? No. They can't. <laughs> Firstly, congratulations, good goal. Well, what were you doing there? Uh, I didn't score, Army did. Oh, did Because <coughs> yeah, we, 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 we didn't see the touch live, we thought it was no, I didn't touch goal. it. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he got it, and then I kind of, there was a bit of space wide, so I sort of jumped up because we were pushing for a goal late there. So, and then, he, yeah, he passed it across to me, and then called for it back, dropped it back to him, and then he just banged it banged it in but yeah it didn't touch me <coughs> felt a bit guilty for getting given the goal no never feel I think guilty for the, I think that's the only reason I got man of the match because they fought a scored it's pre-season it doesn't get out of the stat sheet in no. any case so not worth blaming no I gave you man of the match to me I was at the moment because I scored because you scored yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying I only got it I think I only got it because they fought a scored so yeah it doesn't matter you scored to most of them people now you've just like blown it all wide open it's not know, quite the same glory though when you don't no, get to do an Eddie afterwards and uh and i feel guilty knowing that army scored it too and he played okay. well oh well, here is army army uh, we're just talking to dave you blatantly stole that goal from you um, <laughs> <laughs> just talk us through that first one back that whole game um it was incredible being back in that building obviously it was a little emotional at the beginning there i was i was feeling looking at all those names on the board and, and seeing Tron's name up there. But, but you've been here for so long now, you recognize a lot of the faces, I'm sure. Uh, of course, yeah, I, I do. I recognize, uh, I want to say, like most of those people up there. And uh, it was it was a sad, emotional kind of start to the game there. Um, and then, like I said, with Tron, um, everyone's sad to see him go and, and we miss him. And, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have a good season this year and, and we'll be thinking about Tron. But it'll be contrasting emotions at the start of next Sunday because it'll be the raising of the Challenge Cup banner. Yeah, I like that with uh, Cardiff yeah. Card in our building too, right? So um, they'll be going hard and, and we got to get off to a good start. I think those two games against Nottingham, like those weren't normal friendly games. Those were pretty intense. And it would have been nice to get a couple reps in before we, before we had that, but maybe that's what we needed just to kind of get going right away. The injuries, uh, are they a major concern, are they? Or? The, I don't think there's anything like too major right now. Um, 
there's a couple guys that I would say if it was maybe a playoff game or something, they would <laughs> they would have been going. But uh, I think um, we're looking forward to having them back. And, and yeah, it's been a tough week. Uh, we've been doing two a days. Everybody's tired. Okay. Well done, John. Yeah. Davey, good job. Thank you. Next game, Manchester away. You can't ease into that one. No, I was just going to say, that's probably the worst place you kind of want to go. Yeah, with, bang, with banged up bodies, a small rink and a team that you know is going to uh, be physical at every opportunity. There's uh, no backward steps taken in that rink. We've just walked past uh, Rock, the goalie. I'll be honest, I didn't stop him because I didn't know how good the English was. And uh, actually, he's uh, Dom, take your mask off. Dom Stokes, who's uh, here as well on our podcast. How did the night go for you? Uh, fantastic for me. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, it was great to see people in the uh, building. It was great to see people coming up to the building. It was just an amazing night from, from the arena's point of view. It almost feels now like we've never been away and it's, we're back in the swing again, doesn't it? Yeah, we were just talking about that with the, um, the guys that, you know, it's been an 18-month break, but now it feels like it was a bit of a pre-season break that, um, that we've had normally. But yeah, it was only eight weeks ago that we had the vaccination centre in. So all the work that's gone in is literally over the last eight weeks to get that ice um, and to get that dashboard in and to get to where we are now. So I think from our point of view, yeah, you know, the result didn't go our way tonight. But um, from me, the team, everything that um, has happened you know, around that is, is it's just amazing for us to be back. There's lots of things that the fans will have seen tonight coming in, all the new stuff around the concourse with the banners and, of course, the, the new dashboards and plexiglass. But what's gone on that the fans haven't been able to see? What would they not have been able to spot when they came here tonight that's new? Um, well, they wouldn't have been able to see the ice plant, obviously, because you know, what makes the ice um, is at the back of the building. Um, I think they wouldn't have seen, um, you know, I suppose, the amount of work that it takes to recruit a team for the arena. Um, and you know, we started that about, um, again, six to eight weeks ago because it was the only time that we could do it. Um, so um, that's the type of thing that um, people wouldn't have been able to see, but there's so much going off in the background. Even here now, you know, we've decorated uh, you know, this area. We've been working on um, the environment for the players and the staff of um, the organisation so that, that you know, they feel that they're, you know, they're proud to be back at home. Have you got anything else before next Sunday? Uh, yes, we have. We have Bring Me the Horizon, which is obviously the warm-up for um, uh, yeah, Steelers Cardiff. Welcome them into our building, William. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Don Stokes is the uh, head honcho here. And that's where you get the advantage of all the banners around, because people are going to come in and know this is the Steelers venue. They're going to see the history, and those who don't know are, are going to find out about us. Andy Ikers, anything to report, Andy? Anything we should know? Equipment-wise, uh, player injury-wise, anything-wise? No, I'm going home to bed and I will not be surfacing until Tuesday, thank you. you got much. a bit of cold? A little bit. Man flu? Oh, definitely. Oh, man flu could be a week. <laughs> could be a week, could be Bonus. a week. Bonus. Let us head back into the uh, media room. Dean Woolley's chopping away. We'll talk to him. I don't know where Kieran disappeared to. Kieran's still typing. So, Kieran, you'll start to hear Kieran's dulcet tones on a, on a fair few of uh, these videos. Uh, West is his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob, this is a live a repulsive. Let's grab chairs. Kieran, come and sit with us and Dean as well. We'll talk about our night. We'll talk about our night. We'll talk about Bob West behind his back when he's gone in a few moments' time. I've got to say, I'm going to start, because I'm holding the phone. What a great night. You know, what a great... I mean, I was stood outside flogging tickets at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and the place is full, and there's queues, and then we said, get here early at 2.30. Everybody, 
a handful under nine three. There wasn't many seats, Bobby. Yeah, just under nine three. Yeah. As a general rule, if you take the 50-50 prize and double it, that tend to sell about one ticket per fan uh, on average. So the prize being just over 4,500 suggests it's probably just a touch over 9,000. Yeah. Kieran, your first night on the Inner Circle. You brought your boy to his very first game, Harvey. He would have enjoyed it. You were sat in the middle of it all. Just tell us what it was like. Don't mention the memorial. We'll get on to the memorial. But like when the lights went down, the atmosphere kicked in and the intro started... I was upstairs, but it it felt great inside. It felt great. It felt felt like everybody were back home. It were a bit emotional, to be fair, even before the memorial, which we'll get onto. But just everybody were just happy. Just it just felt like it was what everybody needed. Everybody wanted to be back, and uh, yeah, good good feelings from everybody. Some people said to me, "Mr. Simsy, never thought I'd ever say that." I thought I never thought anybody would ever say that as well. Dean, you were downstairs, it goes black, you're ready to go uh, on the ice as the boys start to come out onto the ice and the roar was intense, wasn't it? Superb, yeah. Um, it started kind of for the 30-year anniversary video. Um, goose pimples, I mean, Dave Burnham, yet yeah, again, absolutely nails it. He knows what he's doing, that boy, doesn't he? Superb, really, really good. He was talking me through what he was going to do with the projection onto the walls and the arena, and I couldn't quite picture it. And then you see the video and you think, yeah, the genius that is Dave Burnham knows what he's doing there. So For, those, for those who don't realise, Dave came into the building um, very early one morning, a very late one night, and he had a projector, and he projects all those great film shots onto different parts of the building that you'll recognise. Now you know what it is. Um, and then he filmed the projection, and it was... I thought it looked stunning, I did. Superb, absolutely. Then pretend the starts, and then at that point I stepped onto the edge of the ice because I wanted to get down to the net end to get a picture of the guys lined up when the memorial video was going on. Uh, so I was literally at ice level when the guys started coming onto the ice, and your big names, then your Delucas, the roar, the cheer, it actually shook the ice. Superb, wonderful, back home. Four of us there. We're not going to include Neil Edwards. Four of us there, so you know. Um, let's talk about the memorial. I think I just said to, to Jonathan earlier on, I think there was one face I didn't recognise. Just one. And that will get again onto Tron in a minute. But you realise just how many people we've lost as a family that you've just known for years. Absolutely heartbreaking. I mean, we I, we got to see the video yesterday, but it didn't really put into context until you saw everybody in the arena. And, and, and there just weren't a dry eye in the arena. I mean, everybody were clapping and cheering us as they should do but yeah lots of tears and uh, they'll be with us forever that's for sure I was with uh, Douse in the White House when they were uh, practicing just the playthrough of it pre-game uh, just to make sure everything's running smoothly and as we were watching it we were watching it in silence because it's obviously so moving but then realised just how long it went on for and yeah. that's when the you know the magnitude of just how many people we've, we've lost has uh, sort of really hit home and it sort of then we sort of made the decision that this goes on for too long. This can't be a silence. It's got to be an applause. And it, it was better for it as a celebration. Yeah. There was a guy there who'd lost his mum and then he died. There's like, and the youngsters that were in it as well, it was horrible. And then when Doma comes on, there's a big cheer. And then Jack was so popular, wasn't he? You know, flogging his tickets. I missed the old boy today. And uh, he got a big cheer. But then we kind of knew what was coming with Trancinski and when my dad died it took me three weeks to cry and I've watched that video twice on my phone and cried and I welled up in the White House tonight 
And what was it like down on the ice? Because you, firstly, the volume raised, but then what? And what was the shots that we're going to see on the website tomorrow of that? So the, the, the shot that I wanted to get was literally kind of in our in our nets, photographing the guys on the blue line. And when I was down there, you kind of got the ups and downs of the emotion and the noise uh, as, as kind of different names come on and maybe the more popular people came on, you get a bit of a peak and noise and then it'd die off. And then when the Transinsky video and slides came on, it was just a whole different level. And real, I mean, I, I certainly shed a tear down there. Yeah. It, was, it was tough to photograph down there. Um, but what a tribute to Tron to Doma to absolutely everybody just superb absolutely brilliant you were on Steelers TV bringing the, uh, the game to us live on the webcast how, how did you commentate or how did you comment afterwards on, on, on that I, I can't remember exactly what I said in the, in the immediate aftermath but the moment that really got me right at the end was we've seen the picture of Tronsinski in the black shirt celebrating his yeah. hand up in the air but seeing the video clip that that led into um, just so much more emotion in the in the movement of him celebrating uh, one of his goals for us. Uh, that sort of choked me up right at the end. I wasn't quite expecting it. Uh, it was tough. I'm, I'm glad we had a puck drop and a national anthem before uh, before we needed to speak again. Were you in the bowl for that? I weren't. I was actually in the crowd. I'd actually gone. That's what I meant. In the crowd. You in yeah, the bowl, in yeah. the crowd with my family. And uh, again, yeah, I, I knew what was coming and got me camera ready to video it for social media and. I just started crying. I just just completely welled up. The emotion got to me, and just hope he, his family realizes now when they see that as well. Just how much he meant to this club in such a short period. His his, his name's on the ice forever. Um, yeah, what a man, and we, we miss you. Okay, shall we try and uh, lighten the mood a little bit? First of all, I was just looking at Jonathan. He says, "Well, I can't remember what I said," and then that just goes back to one of Jonathan's favourite lines, the Debbie Engel that he scores a couple of years ago. Have you seen that incredible, it was, um, it was oh, a yes. TikTok, yeah. but then it was, a, then I think it got put everywhere else where that guy, Gibbo, I think his name was or something, yeah. and uh, he did a great job, didn't he? Fantastic, yeah. I'd, uh, I'm not sure exactly what the name for it is, but he's just uh, doing, the, uh, doing the mouth movements yeah. uh, perfectly. He must insane. have had that written down, mustn't he? He must have wrote it all down and then... To be honest, people have heard that so many times now, you kind of know it beat for beat. Um, I, I, to be honest, I was kind of hoping it would start a trend. I was hoping loads of people would get on, but maybe it's more difficult than it looks because oh, no one so. else has been able to do no, one. Well, no. I think that's the challenge set, really, isn't it? The challenge is set for fans to find some more of these uh, Jonathan Fernley videos. And oh, to be fair, uh, we're not short. It. We're not short of classic Steelers goals over no, the years. We've got not. most of them in the 30-year anniversary video. So uh, I think my big one was uh, Gertson to Fata. To score, that was a sky one and uh, whatever. That was uh, that was that was a good one. But that one that you call for Debbie and he's outstanding. Yeah, I think I think like I said, certainly not short. So if we, we'll uh, we'll certainly put them out on this TikTok and social media if people want to have a go. And uh, yeah, let's let, let's see what people can do. Okay. If I can just indulge myself for a moment. The thing to listen for in that commentary <laughs> is how my voice wobbles. Uh, and it sort of wavers. That's because I'm jumping up and down yeah. and getting further and further away from the microphone, further then closer, further then closer, as I'm actually commentating in midair. It was uh, all good. Right, what did we learn about our Sheffield Steelers team this, uh, this weekend? We are really, really fast. Latal is really Lightning. fast. Lightning. We knew Mosey was fast, but okay, he's really, really fast. And obviously DeLuca's still fast and Valorant's still fast. And yeah, Fox wanted a fast team. That's exactly what he's got. Unfortunately, our fans today, 9,000 of them turn up, they didn't get to see what we saw yesterday, which actually looked a very composed and a very good hockey club, and especially, and you touched on it in one of the interviews, 
down the centre. Yeah, absolutely, because Steelers seem like they've struggled for a while to have reliable face-off wins and tried to address that a little in the Elite Series with Matthew Myers and Hodgman, first thing I know is he won his first face-off clean and he won his second face-off clean and then Alexa won one, I thought, oh, this is a different look for a Steelers team. Normally we've got to try and manufacture a face-off win by losing it but crashing the wingers or you know, we'll just try and tie up the opposition but being able to win it back cleanly and get shots off is... Uh, adds a new dimension to what the Steelers can do in the offensive zone. What do the fans say, uh, Kieran? What, what are they saying on uh, on the social media tonight? I'm sure you've had a quick look at uh, their view on the whole evening. Yeah, I'm mean, clearly a bit disappointed to lose. You never want to lose to the Panthers if it's exhibition or a final of a cup, but we've got very knowledgeable fans who understand that it's second exhibition game. The Panthers have got a, 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 a couple of weeks on us and... But again, they've picked up on that speed, just like Jonathan's just been saying. Ellaby's getting a lot of applaud. Ellaby's a serious player. Um, and I think they all realise that another week or two we're gelling. Bruce coming in, Schultz coming in, having that full team. I think we've got a very exciting team on the Zanzia. Yeah, last night we saw most of the Steelers. Today we saw some of the Steelers. It was very patched up. Three of the Steelers' regular defencemen iced tonight plus Mosey dropping back and, and Shudra coming in to cover. I thought Cole had a really good game. And apologies to Cole, because the goal that was disallowed, I thought that was Ellaby shooting. So I'm giving, I'm giving it the big Ellaby, and it wasn't. It was Cole, and his shot did lead to the Steelers' first goal eventually. Um, I thought he filled in ably. Bear in mind he was playing as a forward last night for, uh, for Leeds, um, slotted in seamlessly. I thought that was an impressive performance. And that's what the two-way players have got to provide. Can you step up when they need to? Cole Shudra did. The camera finds certain players, doesn't it? Who did it find tonight? Uh, who, who did you end up thinking, Craig, I've shot a lot of him? Eberly. Yeah, Eberly. Eberly. Uh, uh, no, Eb, no, Eberly. Eberly, yeah. So I've got plenty of shots of Eberly. He was just mm. into everything, but also Ellaby uh, and Latal as well. You know, funny, Latal at the end, we, we kind of, the, the buzzer went, the guys got off the bench. I stepped onto the ice to get ready for the presentation pictures, and, and Latal, with a few choice words, uh, made a comment about how um, how he'd, he'd set off skating with that last few seconds left and got the puck stuck on the ice and it left him behind. And I, I didn't have the chance to say, I'm pretty sure it's nothing to do with the ice and more to do with your speed but kind of talking about that speed that is kind of one example of just how quick that guy can be he'd left him the ice wasn't the best tonight the puck got stuck and off Latal went without it superb a few of the guys have actually said to me the ice tonight was an issue and it's been they've all commented saying how brilliant it's been through training camp and then 9,000 people the heat and it did stick, and it was horrible, and you, you, you could actually tell it kind of stopped the flow a bit. It stuck in Nottingham a lot last night. There were so many turnovers, one-on-one, three-on-two rushes, as defencemen and, and centres try and carry the puck through the neutral zone, and then suddenly they find that the puck is stuck between their skates, and it's just poke-checked, and suddenly the, the rush is going back the other way. It was a game of competing turnovers at times in, in Nottingham last night, and we saw it again tonight that players didn't perhaps trust themselves to to carry it at times but if there's open ice in front of you you feel like you need to skate into it um, but it didn't always uh, work out as planned but again the building will learn from that and will make the changes and adjustments and you know the playing surface will uh, will be as the players want it I'm sure Do you sometimes think that these buildings Nottingham, Sheffield, Belfast especially their entertainment facilities used to keeping their customers warm when Celine Dion comes or Take That come and actually we forget this is an ice rink and it's too warm in here to start off with and actually Billy 
put a jumper on, put your coat on, you're actually in an ice rink and we've got to turn it down and get the air con going and make the building colder, even if that upsets a couple of punters who have forgotten the jumper. Particularly in winter, I mean, you know, once the you know the colder months arrive, you're turning up to the game in several layers anyway, you're wearing the woolly hat and your, your thickest coat and, you know, several layers underneath and then you've got to take most of them off when to, to sit down and watch the hockey. So, yeah, it, it feels right to be slightly on the colder side of things at a hockey game. So, uh, you know, might that be uh, something that uh, we have to bring forward. OK. Uh, to, come, to finish off, Dean, have you got any points you want to make? Um, no. Super no. opening night. I mean, super top to bottom. Yes, the result didn't go our way, but dare I say, who cares? Exhibition game, that's what it's all about. Um, 9,000 in the building. Brilliant intro. Everything went superbly well. Now let's get stuck into it. And on bigger news, have you sold your house yet? Uh, tomorrow, David. Tomorrow. Big day tomorrow, yes. Dean's moving, Dean's moving. Pete Spencer just came in and disappeared straight out. We normally catch a word with uh, Pete, but uh, not to worry. Uh, to conclude? I'd say a successful weekend if you don't count the injuries. Yeah. Otherwise, we, we saw what the Steelers team's going to be about. We stopped the Panthers lifting a trophy in their own building last night. And uh, I think 9,000 people got uh, a taste of what Steelers hockey's all about. On that point, did you see how quickly they took that trophy off? Jonathan Phillips, have your photograph with him, but you're not going to touch it, you're not going to give it to your players, you're not going to take it back to Sheffield because we bought it and it's our trophy and we're too miserable, we're too miserly, we're too mean um, to let anybody else have it, so we're going to bring it back in. I don't think Nottingham have ever won that trophy. <laughs> Genuinely, I, yeah. I, I think there's a stat out there that says Nottingham, I don't think have ever won that trophy. Something could be wrong, but I don't think they've ever won it. It's We've actually got an email saying, do not bring that trophy back if you win it, which is crackers, isn't it? Just crackers. It's not one of the stats I keep, so I can't uh, can't go for that. But uh, well, trust me, against Cardiff, he'll have that stat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm only on highlights for that because uh, Premier Sports are in town. So uh, Premier Sports Elite League, uh, new name for the competition, and uh, we're the first uh, first to get that privilege of uh, Aaron uh, Aaron Murphy on comms. I guess oh, we should comment on that then, shouldn't we? It's a big step for the league. Not just the TV deal, but more so the, the actual sponsorship deal. Instead of paying for a TV deal, we've got a TV deal now and they're paying us. Always a good thing. It's one of the things that fans always complain about. We can tick that one off. That's not, uh, not, not a complaint anymore. And it's not just a one-year deal, it's a three-year deal. Um, you know, all the, the sponsorship that they're bringing in. Regrettably for them, it's, it's happened a little bit too late for all the logos to appear on shirts and on the ice, which... I think we'll come in year two and year three of the deal, um, but it's uh, it's certainly a huge step forward to the league and a much needed uh, injection of cash for uh, for all ten clubs. Fans loved it on social media to hear that we got a league sponsor, that we'd heard we got a TV deal. Yeah, just everything much more professional. You've got a title sponsor and let's go this more hockey on TV, which is better for everybody. A good price, well, a reasonable price from Premier Sports, so all the better for it. More hockey, more hockey to watch better for everybody okay have you joined tiktok yet i've not no I, I feel like i'm too old for that i felt that i'm 56 i'm a lot older than you but i've got a granddaughter who's actually just like telling me what i've got to do a little bit and i'm completely lost but we put another couple of hundred followers on today we i think we're about 1200 now so all going well and uh, what was the old instagram and stuff like for you today yeah good uh, some really really good feedback some it's what we, we wanted to get back here we wanted to have more content we will get more content with players and things like that, which we've been restricted on for the last 18 months. So, uh, yeah, keep following us. Keep giving us content from your side. If they tell us what you want to see, tell us who you want us to speak to, 
and uh, we will do his best to bring it to you. Couple of quick uh, social media stories yesterday. Um, I saved Kieran on one, and uh, unfortunately, I was Kieran was totally to blame on the other one. Um, Diane Todd, mm, yes. um, spell check. Now he gets excused when it's a spell check on one of his tweets when I have one of my <laughs> tweets. But on the way home last night, and you don't know this yet, um, there was a tweet that went out yesterday. I I saw all the gloves on the warmer. So I thought, oh, and I've got Warrior, 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 Warrior. So I took a photograph of that. I thought, well, Warrior will like that. So I tweeted, thank you very much, Warrior. And as I'm driving home, uh, myself, Sean Smith and uh, Aaron Foxer, and Aaron had seen it. And so we'd mentioned, oh, I thought we were Bauer this year for gloves, but they just haven't arrived yet. And Sean goes, yes. And he says, oh, this tweet. And they went, oh, blooming Kieran didn't know. And I thought I could let Kieran take the fault for that. Mm-hmm. But you know what I did? I phoned straight up and says, hey, you can't blame the big guy. It's me for that one. So it's Bauer. So sorry, Bauer. And thank you for yesterday, Warrior. But tomorrow, he's Bauer. Speaking so, of kit stuff, I like the uh, the shirts we've worn this weekend. The great the, the anniversary warm-up shirts. Disappointed that uh, didn't pick one up in the, in the shirt <laughs> raffle. So fingers crossed for next week that we get uh, one of the black ones from today. Shirt launch on Thursday. Shirt launch on Thursday. See you there. Uh, be a busy night. Get to meet some of the players, uh, and I, I've, I've been lucky enough to see the shirt. Really, really nice. I've only seen uh, John Armstrong's headshot, so I've seen it from the shoulders up, and it looks nice from the shoulders up. Very clean, very clean, very. The nice. white one's nice. The orange one, I love the orange. I, I'm not a black fan. I like the blue. I like that Edmonton blue. I like that. Um, some of the Swedish clubs have got it. So I, I, like, I must admit, I do like the blue, but they've uh, they've gone white. White, black, and, and orange. orange. It would be orange. If you were buying a kiss, what, what colour? Uh, I would probably buy the white one if I was going to get one because my only chance to really be a fan in the stands is on a road game uh, for the Steelers. So uh, I'd want to wear the shirt that the team was wearing on the ice that day. So uh, it would probably be the white one for me if I was going to pick one of the three. Orange, black, white. Orange bought my boy his first shirt uh, last year. And uh, yeah, orange all the way. That's great when you can buy your boy a shirt, isn't it? Uh, orange, black, white. White every day of the week, every season. I'm just a bit old school when it comes to that. Always been a fan of the white, even before we had the, the home colours that we have now. Love the orange, don't get me wrong, but my preference is the white jerseys, yeah. yeah. Uh, Harvey's got his first kit. Have your two daughters got a replica shirt? Not yet, no, not yet. What kind of dad are you? Uh, anyway, we'll leave it at that. Folks, we'll be back next week when we take on the Cardiff Devils and we'll have our big banner raising. Thank you for an emotional night. You'll be listening to the Sheffield Steelers podcast. Neil Edwards has just left the building and uh, that just leaves the four of us. Have a great night.